waiting on the Lord. God is calling us to wait on Him because every one of us is going through some or the other struggles. I mean, we have needs. We have very urgent needs. I have my urgent need. I mean, Sister Marie knows that because I always talk to her every day. She, she calls me and we pray and I tell Marie, this is my need. So, you know, everybody has urgent needs. Marie, Sister Marie has urgent need. Uh, Sister Mercy has urgent need. Sister Geeta has urgent need. Brother Sandeep has urgent need. So every one of us have urgent needs. We want answers right away. Right? But the Lord is telling us to wait on Him. Amen? God is calling us to wait on Him because waiting is an act of worship. Amen? <clears throat> because you're trusting God. You're trusting in God's timing. So it's an act of worship. And secondly, waiting on the Lord is an act of surrender to God's timing. Amen. <clears throat> so you're surrendering your time to God's time. And God is pleased with that when we wait upon Him. And waiting is also an act of putting our faith and trust in Him. Amen. It's very important to wait because it shows our faith in God. And it builds our character. Amen. When we go through sufferings and troubles and still we are waiting on God. <clears throat> still we are trusting in God's timing. That is when God is pleased. And that's what happened with Abraham. You know, he waited on God. He waited on God and God blessed him. And not only him, his whole family from generations to generations were blessed. Because uh, Abraham trusted God and he waited on God's timing. And it says in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6, Without faith, it is impossible to please God. Amen. The Bible clearly says, Without faith, it is impossible to please God. Amen. So faith is such an important ingredient to please God. Amen. It says in Psalms 27, chapter 27, verse 14 says, Wait patiently for the Lord. Be brave and courageous. Yes, wait patiently for the Lord. Amen. So the psalmist is telling us to wait patiently for the Lord. And be courageous. Be brave. Because it's not easy sometimes to wait on the Lord. When things are going against us and we still and God is still expecting us to wait on Him, it's hard. It is not, it is not easy at times when we need urgent help and God is telling us to wait. But the psalmist is telling us to wait, but be brave, be courageous, and wait patiently. Why is he telling us to wait patiently? It's because God's timing is not our timing. God's ways are not our ways. Amen. We might have our own ways. We might have our own timings. But God is telling us that his ways are not our ways. If you go to Isaiah chapter 55, and verses 8 and 9, <clears throat> it says, My thoughts are nothing like your thoughts, says the Lord, and my ways are far beyond anything you could imagine. For just as the heavens are higher than the earth, so my ways are higher than your ways, and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. See, there's a difference in our ways, and God is clearly saying that your thoughts, whatever Shiva you have, your plans, your timings for your minister, whatever you might be having, is not my ways. My way is different. My thoughts is different. My timings 
are also different. So God is calling us to wait on him because he has a perfect timing. And his timing is perfect. At the right time, he will bring a, a good solution to our problems. Amen. It says in Psalms chapter 37, verse 7, it says, Be still in the presence of the Lord. Wait patiently for him to act. Amen. Sometimes we get nervous. Lord, why is this not happening? What do I do? And we look around and people are flourishing and things are going good with them. But nothing is happening to us. And we say, Lord, what is this? I'm waiting on you and nothing is happening. Look at my enemies. They're flourishing. They're not going to church. They're not doing anything good. But look at them. And this is what the Lord is saying. <clears throat> the Psalms 37 verse 7. Be still in the presence of the Lord and wait patiently for him to act. Don't worry about evil people who prosper or fret about their wicked schemes. Amen. So God is telling us don't fret about the evil people who are prospering. Don't get disturbed when you see them prospering. And the same chapter, verse 34, he says, Put your hope <clears throat> in the Lord. Travel steadily along his path and he will honor you by giving you the land and you will see the wicked destroyed. I have seen the wicked and the ruthless people flourishing like a tree in its native soil. But when I looked again, they were gone. Though I searched for them, I could not find them. So this is the end result of the people, of the wicked people that we look around as are flourishing. But in the end, you'll find them no more. Why? Because God is going to bring justice in our situation. But he's calling us to wait on his timing. Sometimes we try to act uh, without waiting on God's timing. But God is telling us to don't act. But to put your trust in God. Because he will go and fight our battles, church. It says in Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5, Wait, a trust in the Lord and lean not on your own understanding. And he will make your path straight. Very clearly the, pro uh, the, the, the Proverbs, uh, the Solomon, King of Solomon, he wrote Proverbs and he's very clearly saying, Lean not on your own understanding. Trust in the Lord and he will make your path straight. We might try to make our path straight, but it's always going to be a failure. But if we leave it in the hands of God, putting all our faith, waiting on Him, trusting in Him, He will come and make all those crooked paths straight for us. So He's telling us we have to wait. And the same thing in Exodus chapter 14, verse 14, God is telling the Israelites, Stay calm. I will go and fight your battle. You just stay calm. Amen. So God is telling us the same thing. You don't have to fight the battle. I will go and fight the battle. You just have to stay calm. Amen. So that, that's how good God is. We don't have to fight any battles. Only thing we have to fight the battle is in prayers. Only thing we have to fight the battle is controlling ourselves and waiting on him. Amen. <clears throat> same chapter of Psalms 37. Again, 34. He's telling us, put your hope in the Lord. Travel steadily along his path. And he will honor you by giving you the land and you will see the wicked destroyed. So he's telling put your hope in the Lord and travel steadily along his path. What do you mean by steadily? Being consistent, faithfully, cons consistently follow his path. And he will give us 
the land, the promised land that God has for us, but he's expecting us to put all our hope and trust in him and then walk steadily, be consistent in walking with him and then he's going to bless us and he's going to destroy all our enemies. Amen. The reason why the Israelites didn't make it to the promised land was they were not waiting on God. They were not humbling before God and they were rebellious and they were not consistently walking. They were not consistently walking. So God is calling us not, I mean, the nation of Israel is there in the Bible for a reason because rebellion, <clears throat> remember that church, rebellion is like a witchcraft. God has a plan for my life. God has a plan for Sister Mercy's life. God has a plan for each and every child of his. Amen. But when we rebel against God, his plans will never, they never, will never come to pass in our life. And that was, that's a, that was a condition of the Israelites. God had a plan for their life. God had a beautiful promised land for them. But they didn't reach the promised land because of the constant rebellion. It says in First Samuel, Chapter 15 and verse 1 Samuel chapter 15 and verse 23. It says, Rebellion is as sinful as witchcraft and stubbornness as bad as worshipping idols. So because you have rejected the command of the Lord, he has rejected you. So he's clearly saying that rebellion is sinful like a witchcraft. That's how dangerous rebellion is. And stubbornness is as bad as worshipping idols. Amen. So we have to be careful that we don't walk in rebellion to God, but walk consistently before God, walk humbly before God. And most importantly, he's calling us to wait on him. Waiting on him is submitting, submission, waiting on him. I mean, waiting at his timing. Amen. Again, he's talking about the uh, the narrow way and the broad way. Matthew chapter 7, verse 14. I was sharing this scripture to my, my cousin uh, today about how people are not going to make it to heaven because they're not willing to wait on God. They're not willing to go through the uh, sufferings at times. We want to live in the pleasures of the world. And we expect to make it to heaven. But Jesus very clearly has given us this, uh, this parable. He's saying about the Matthew chapter 7 verse 13 and 14. And this is what Jesus is telling his disciples. You can enter God's kingdom only through the narrow gate. The highway to hell is broad and its gate is wide for the many who choose that way. But the gateway to life is very narrow and the road is difficult and only a few ever find it. Very few will find it. That's the reason he's telling again in Mark chapter 13, verse 13. Only those who endure till the end will be saved. Till the end, we have to endure church. Till the end, we have to be in submission to God. Till the end, we have to keep waiting on God. Amen. So again, waiting is an act of worship. Waiting is an act of showing our trust in God. Waiting increases our faith in God. Amen. Psalms chapter 46 verse 10, he says, Be still and know that I am God. Amen. He's telling us to do two things. Be still. That means stay calm. 
And second, know that I am God. Get to know God while you are waiting on God. Amen. We have to get to know God. We have to get close to God while we are waiting on God. It says in Jeremiah chapter 29 verse 13, uh, it says you will know him. <clears throat> you will When you search him, you will find him. When you search him with all your heart. So God is calling us to search him with all our heart while we are waiting on him. That is when your faith is growing strong because you're spending more time with God while you're waiting on him. Amen. It doesn't mean like you're going and enjoying the pleasures of the world while you're waiting on God. That is not called waiting on God. Waiting in God is waiting in submission to the king. Waiting, spending time in his word, getting to know him more and more. That is when our faith grows strong. When our faith grows strong, we can handle all the battles of life while we are waiting. Amen. Isaiah 55 verse 6, it says, Seek the Lord while you can find him. Call on him while he is near. So he's near to his children who are waiting on him. Amen. While you're waiting on him, you have to get close to him. Spend time with him. Get to know more of him amen search for him amen and be consistent in your walk with him and god in his time he will bring us to the promised land amen so that's the message god is calling us to wait wait on him because he has a plan for our life and for the plan to be fulfilled in our life he's calling us to wait for his timing because his ways are not our ways his plans are not our plans and his thoughts are not our thoughts. Amen. So God is calling us to wait on him and to trust in his timings because he will go and fight our battles. We don't have to fight our battles. We don't have to make any drastic decisions in our life. We have to wait on the Lord and he will make it come to pass. Whatever plans we have, whatever desires we have, God will fulfill all those plans in our life at his time. Amen. So that's the message. Hope it brings blessings to all those who are listening on the podcast and all those on the conference.